The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Santini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. There is a season Welcome to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf, And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate each and every person who listens to this program and passes along some of the information, expertise, and inspiration that we try to provide you with each and every week. We certainly do, and we hope that uh, There is a Season is perhaps a little more than just a nice hour of programming to fill your day. Our goal here is to help you get the most out of your life and your relationships, no matter what season you're going through. 457-1290 is our number in the studio today. That's 937-457-1290 from anywhere in the area. If you have friends and family in other parts of the country or around the world who might benefit from what we do here each week, invite them to catch us online at whio.com each Saturday at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. You know, sometimes it just doesn't matter. What's that? Well, you go about your daily life, you try to do right with most things. You work hard, you care for the people in your life, you're sensitive to the hardships others face, you try to lend a hand and maintain generally an optimistic outlook about life, right? I mean, I think many of us would at least say we try to live this way. Yeah, I think I do. Not sure about you. What? What? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I'll get back to you on that one. (laughs) No, seriously, I know what you're saying. A lot of people try to have an optimistic outlook on life. I think we start out our days like that most of the time. But? Not everybody begins the day like that. In fact, there are a lot of people for whom a negative outlook on life is probably more common. Yeah, that's what I mean. And um, But it doesn't, it just doesn't matter sometimes. You could be... You could be cruising along as Mr. or Mrs. or Miss Positive, and bam, you run into a Mr. or Mrs. or Miss Negative just like that. It kind of drags you down, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not like any of us are entitled to never run into a negative person or even be that negative person from time to time. But there are those people who seem to spend a lot of time griping about a lot of stuff or chronically feeling put upon or that life has dealt them a uniquely bad hand, and that they're just negative about a lot of things a lot of the time. And conversely, you know how there are just some people, you know, you run into these folks once in a while, and they just light up the world. No matter what condition they happen to be going through, it doesn't matter what their circumstances are, these people seem to be full of energy, right? And you might never know the hardships they've faced in their lives because they have such a positive outlook on life. Yes, and I've been fortunate to know several people like that. I can think of them right now. And if I close my eyes, I see them smiling. Isn't that true? It is so true. I think of our friend Bernie here, who's who's called the show a number of times. He even fits that category. Mm -hmm. He seems relentlessly positive. And again, this is not to say that he or we or anyone else doesn't have some of the happy and some of the grouchy in us once in a while. Or that some people truly have had a great deal of hardship in their life. Nor is it to say, Bob, that there are many people who suffer from chronic clinical depression, which can be traced to a variety of mental, emotional, or psychological complications. Right. And it's, um, all of this got us to thinking, though, uh, about what part of us is innately predisposed to one end of the spectrum or the other. Where do we find ourselves on that? You know, are we wired to be generally more happy or less happy in life, more positive or more negative? Sort of the glass half full perspective on life. Right, right. Um, And on the other hand, 
are some of us just wired to see the glass, you know, half empty or half full? I mean, what what is 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 that something that's going on innately in us? And for the people who are negative, is, is everything a problem? Just because that's the way they're designed, right? Is everything internalized as a personal hardship, or an affront, or an irritation? How much of our predisposition, our typical way of acting in life, is based on our nature, things that we don't really control that much? It's sort of like it's in the genetics. Or is it based more on our experiences, you know, what we've been through in life? What are the, uh, you know, the people, who are the people we've known in our lives, the external factors? Or is some portion of this also habitual, things that we've chosen or let happen in our behavior that we've just kind of reinforced over the years? Like men, your mental habits and such, right? Right, right. Well, believe it or not, Bob, some people have actually studied this. What makes me think you're about to lay some research on me? Because you know that I'm the best, and I'm smart, and I'm positive, oh and I'm on it. Okay, and... that's enough. Oh. <laughs> that's enough. Let's hear the research. Don't be crouchy. <laughs> Pull up your research and tell me what's going on here. Okay. So in my so you're, research You're telling me there's genetic efforts. research about this, about yes. being wired. Genes do predispose some people to focus on the negative. Get out of town. Yep. Yep. This comes from Science News. So are you ready? I'm going to lay it on you. Hit me. Okay. Some people are genetically predisposed to see the world darkly, new research finds. According to researchers- like myself, a previously known gene variant can cause individuals to perceive emotional events, especially negative ones, more vividly than others. Hmm. Yes. A study by the University of British Columbia researcher finds that some people are genetically predisposed to see the world darkly or negatively. The study published in Psychological Science finds that a previously known gene variant can cause individuals to perceive emotional events especially negative ones, more vividly than others. According to the notes here, it says that the first study to find this genetic variation was uh, produced up here in British Columbia. Uh, And a, a professor there, Rebecca Todd, of their Department of Psychology, says the findings suggest people experience emotional aspects of the world partly through gene colored glasses and that biological variations at the genetic level can play a significant role in individual perception differences. The gene in question, you don't have to write this down, but it is the ADRA2B deletion variant. Oh, my. Now we have something to blame. If I could just attach the if word you, syndrome you, to that. And if I'm you could saying. just remember that. <clears throat> the ADRA, ADRA2B deletion variant, which influences the hormone and neurotransmitter, uh, Nora epinephrine. Yeah, I got that. Good. Previously found to play a role in the formation of emotional memories, the new study shows that this new deletion variant gene also plays a role in real-time perception of the world. The study's 200 participants were shown positive, negative, and neutral words in rapid succession. Participants with this gene variant were more likely to perceive negative words than others, while both groups perceived positive words better than neutral words to an equal degree. So these individuals may be more likely to pick out angry faces in a crowd of people, says Todd. Outdoors, they might notice potential hazards, places you could slip, loose rocks that might fall, instead of seeing the natural beauty of that environment. So these findings shed new light on ways in which genetics, combined with other factors such as education, cultures, and moods, that they can affect individual differences in emotional perception and human subjectivity. That's all what the researchers are saying. So, so what we're saying here is, you know, you've got, we've kind of broken this into several different buckets. What one part of this is a genetic question. Are we wired? Are we made a certain way at the genetic level to be more positive or more, more negative in terms of our outlook of the, uh, on the world? And they're saying, according to this research, that there is some evidence based on their test sample that people perceive in real time things more positively or more negatively. That's one component. A second component is, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> it's the morning. Second <laughs> component is uh, what happens in your experience? What things have you been through? And how do you process that stuff? Who, who are the people you've known? Because obviously people have been through a lot of bad stuff in their life, right? And that can have a, a big impact on whether you're positive or negative. 
And the third thing would then be your habits. What kind of uh, w- th- things have you habituated over your life in terms of response to that stimuli? Right. I mean, think about all of our habits, right? Um, how, you know, how we live our life each day, how we spend our hours every day is how we, you know, spend our life. So if we're negative all the time, you know, we probably would look back and kind of think negatively about our days. Right. And if you do that for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, eventually um, that's reality. That's all you know. Right. right? Exactly. So they're going to be doing this research and and continuing to look into various things. They've they've tried to study it across ethnic groups. And while more than half of Caucasians are believed to have this ADRA-2B gene variant, statistics suggest it is significantly less prevalent in other ethnicities. That's kind of interesting. Hmm. Um, in one recent study, they found only 10% of Rwandans had this gene variant. Interesting, yes. So th- that's that's one of the little wrinkles in something like this that's that gives you some, uh, some pause. Now, we're going to talk about that more today. We're going to talk about this positive-negative thing and try to drill into some additional research we've got for you. But we'd like to ask you your own thoughts about this. Do you think you're one way or the other? And we're not talking about your typical ups and downs. Everybody gets depressed, yeah. right? Everybody can have a joyous moment, right, if their right. team wins or <laughs> something great happens to them or they get a promotion. And we all have to vent sometimes <clears throat> sure, going through sure. the life's you know, challenges uh, yeah. of day-to-day. And we have bad situations on the highway during our commute and so forth. What right. we're getting at here is... Do you feel like you're one way or the other most of the time? What about somebody else in your life that you know? Are they generally more positive or more negative? Have you given this much thought? How much of it is in your makeup, do you think, or based on your life experiences? And how much of it is conscious behavior? Or at least, you know, do you have some sense of it, whether you're positive or negative? Let's talk about that and more when we come back. 457-1290 is our number this morning if you want to weigh in on this topic. We've got some more research coming your way. Thanks for listening this morning. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, I'm Greg McAfee, and welcome to A Breath of Fresh Air. Whatever happened to disagreeing with someone and still remaining friends? Politics have become cutthroat, and going high is now kicking low. Even if you mention abortion, building a wall, gender rights, or religion, it's a cat fight. Because all these fall under politics today, and that's sad. I did have a customer call me recently, and he said, Greg, I disagree with your politics, but I love your company and the service it provides. And I was like, wow, talk about a breath of fresh air. Here are three ways to agree to disagree. Number one, treat each other with dignity and respect, no matter what. And number two, avoid taking things so personal and try to see the other's view. And finally, get over yourself. Life is too short to unfriend people. I'm Greg McAfee with a breath of fresh air. What's better than getting $100 to switch to Jackson Hewitt? Getting $200 to switch. Say goodbye to your old tax service. Switch to Jackson Hewitt and get $200. You'll get $100 when you file this year, plus another $100 when you file next year. So go to Jackson Hewitt and ask a tax pro for switch and get $200 today. Each year, minimum tax prep fee of $150 applies. Mention this ad and file with us. $100 on a Walmart e-gift or prepaid card. Not valid with any other promotion or discount. Participating locations only. See jacksonhewitt.com. Hi, I'm Bill Hausman, owner of A1 Sprinkler. Having a partner like Farmers and Merchants Bank means they know me by my name. My loan officer is always eager to help me with any of my banking needs. Thanks, Bill. Unlike those bigger banks, we understand what it takes for small businesses to succeed. I'm Clint Morton with Farmers and Merchants Bank, and we have a cool offer for you. For a limited time, get a free Yeti cooler when you apply for and close a new business loan. Does your bank do that? Farmers and Merchants Bank, FDIC insured, equal housing lender. If you served in the military, you may be eligible for health care benefits at the Dayton VA Medical Center. These are benefits you've already earned through your military service. Regardless of when or where you served, you may be eligible. To apply, just call us at 937-956-0770. 
Visit our website at dayton.va.gov or just walk into the Dayton VA Medical Center and ask for assistance at the front desk. The Dayton VA Medical Center. You served us, now let us serve you. Better squeeze that lucky rabbit's foot, check your horoscope, and shake that lucky eight ball. Powerball is up to $304 million. That's $304 million. Take on the odds your way and play Powerball today. And for a limited time, play Pick 3 for chances to win more, nearly 20% more at no additional cost during our popular Pick 3 Red Ball promotion. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. If you missed out on buying a home because you found out too late, help is here. It's called HomeWatch, and it's available exclusively at SipsyKline.com. In today's real estate market, homes are listed one day and sold the next. I gave myself an edge by signing up for SipsyKline's HomeWatch. I just keyed in my search criteria and received email alerts on new listings as they happen. That's just the beginning of what you'll find at SimpsonCline.com. A few showers in the morning hours today with temperatures quickly climbing into the mid to upper 50s around the Miami Valley. We'll see scattered showers by the afternoon into the evening and a chance for a few thunderstorms along with it. Now pay attention to Sunday. As we go into Sunday, the winds really pick up. We'll see gusts as high as 55 to 60 miles per hour, and that's after a cold front waves through, bringing colder temperatures. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning and welcome back to There is a Season, the Bob and Gloria show. We're glad you're along with us today. Aren't you? Yeah. Are you you glad? (laughs) I'm very glad. I'm Gloria Shanahan and that over there is Bob Wolf. (laughs) Yes. Over on this side of the room. That's right. We keep our distance. Four or five. What? What Is there a positive and a negative side to this room? That's what people want to The positive is over here. You're just sitting higher than me. So you think... That I, that means something. Yes, just because my chair has that little thingy that goes up and down. Mine so does. So I, can, I mine, can lord it over you. Mine does, too. Yeah, but your desk doesn't go that high up. That's right. I like <laughs> being down <laughs> here below. Go. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, 457-1290 is the number today if you would like to join in. We're talking today about the positive and the negative. A positive outlook on life and a negative outlook on life. And what each can mean in your life. And do you know people like this? If it's if you know, if you know if you don't have the self awareness, and of course we're trying to get you to have some self awareness, are there people you know in your world who have just generally seemed more positive over time or more negative over time? What does that make you feel? Do you ever scratch your head, kind of going, "Gee, you know, how did they get that way? This person's been through yeah, all that's this when, terrible stuff, yeah, and yet they have this sunny." Uh, predisposition, this person doesn't seem like they've had it all that bad and they're negative all the time. Yeah, it seems like some people just keep having things plowed at them, all negative things, and they just remain positive. So 457-1290 to weigh in, and here's a guy who's just always griping about everything. Welcome to the show, Bernie. Hey, hey, Bob, (laughs) Gloria, how are you? We're good, thanks. How are you? I just thought of something on this advert gene. If Rwandans who are, you know, in danger and hardship and stuff, had the ADRA gene, and it made them negative. It actually might, it actually might allow their enemies to kill them. I was just going to say they'll die off. Uh-huh. And then the other thing is, I have an exercise instructor in a drums alive class, and she said the preemie babies, the people who are born prematurely, yeah. and yeah. have all this stuff are some of the strongest, healthiest people she knows. Wow, because yeah. they had to struggle from the beginning. Uh, Sometimes when you put through things, uh, the adrogene may not be there, and it, it, it may come about because, uh, you know, because of the fact that the other people haven't been through as much. You know, and, and the other thing about being strong, sometimes when you're hit with a big challenge or something really tough in life, you know, in, in everyday life, we have choices, right? So yeah. sometimes it's just easier to choose to be kind of like, oh, you know, or complain or just be lazy. When you're hit with something really serious, being strong is the only choice you have sometimes. If you can muster up enough to say, hey, i got to get through this. Yeah, and uh, uh, Peter Weaver in his book, You Incorporated, talked about taking a negative en- negative energy and turning it into a positive by getting more done. Yes, mm-hmm. yep. So what do you think here, Bernie? Do you think, uh, <clears throat> in terms of how this breaks down, how much of this do you think is just hardwired into us versus our... Uh, our experiences versus our our decision to make certain habits out of our lives. 
Well, I th- I think until the studies are totally completed, I would go with uh, I would go with fifty fifty. Yeah, fifty fifty. Think okay. that's probably what I would go. Yeah, with. and it's and who knows with the with the science and these kind of things if it's something they're ever going to really be able to pin down. Uh, so part of the question here is, you know, <clears throat> just like you may be born tall or short, you might have uh, problems. You you have blindness, which is something you've had to contend with in your life. What do you do with it? Yeah, is often exactly. the bigger question. Uh, yeah. not just what you show. That's show where up the with. choices, yeah, are are there. But I think people in, are inherently. I think sometimes people just, you know, do choose to kind of just wallow in their own negative situation or circumstance rather than rise to the occasion. But, you know. Yeah, and the other thing, you're, you're, you're right about there are always periods of time when we're negative. Right. I wake up on a morning and I'm coughing and hacking like I smoked a pack of cigarettes. I'm thinking, get out of here. I want to do my exercise. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you talk about, you know, exercise as one of those things that's sort of structurally there. And we were talking about that on the way to the show today that, uh, wouldn't it be great if you exercise more? But very often people don't because there's usually a mental thing in the way of that. Right. I'm too tired or I'm down. I don't feel like I'm going to get any benefit from it. And so you don't do the important thing that right. will yield some benefit. Right, right. And we all feel that way from time to time. That's right. We do. Certainly. Yeah. We're well, all human. We, yeah. al- we always appreciate your, your calls here. All right, Bob. And, uh, thank you. Thank uh, you for your positivity over the years. Both of you take care. Right, you <laughs> you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. <clears throat> we're going to talk more about this subject. We're interested to see what you think. Four five seven twelve ninety. When we come back, we're going to talk about why some people are happier than others. Why some people remember negative events more than positive ones. And uh, we'd love to know your situation here, 457-1290. We're also going to get into what are some of the benefits of living positively. Are there some actual things that you can get out of this? Right. All that is ahead for you this morning. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 9.30. I'm Jonah Adi with the WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning. Going to be keeping our eyes on the chances for high winds as we get into Sunday. A high wind advisory will be into effect as they could gust over 60 miles an hour. Plus, a teen defendant is now facing murder charges in connection to a shooting that occurred last September. Strong winds in the forecast. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic is looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley at this time. We're not seeing any major accidents that are going to cause you any trouble if you have to head out on those service streets or freeways this morning. And it is our top story. Some rainy conditions coming into the Miami Valley as we get later into the afternoon today. That's going to give way to some potentially severe conditions for tomorrow morning with winds gusting up to 60 miles an hour. That means a high wind advisory will be in effect. If you have any loose patio furniture, garbage cans, trampolines, or just really anything hanging out outside that's unsecured, it will likely blow away in the wind by the time this is all over. That's meteorologist Jesse Mag. He's going to give us a look at the exclusive WHIO forecast in just a moment. We're going to be following those conditions as they make their way into the area and will bring you the latest on all updates. It's a story worth following. A 17-year-old has been indicted on multiple murder counts in connection to a shooting near the Dayton Mall. Court records say Larry Malcolm Sane is getting charged by a grand jury in connection to the shooting death of 19-year-old Jaron Graham outside the Doubletree Suites in September. Witnesses are calling it a late-night drug deal gone bad. uh, Sane's bond is set for $500,000. He will be tried as an adult. Well, the Ohio Department of Transportation wants to change highway speed limits based on weather or traffic conditions. ODOT has the authority already on some highways, but now wants to use it statewide. During a winter storm, for example, the speed limit on 75 could go from 65 to 55 miles per hour, then back to 65 when the weather returns to normal. New Center 7's Kate Bartley says current law only allows speed limits to be temporarily lowered in school and work zones. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast. Here's meteorologist Jesse Mag. 
A few showers in the morning hours today with temperatures quickly climbing into the mid to upper 50s around the Miami Valley. We'll see scattered showers by the afternoon into the evening and a chance for a few thunderstorms along with it. Now pay attention to Sunday. As we go into Sunday, the winds really pick up. We'll see gusts as high as 55 to 60 miles per hour, and that's after a cold front waves through bringing colder temperatures. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear. We've got cloudy conditions from our studio here on South Main Street in Dayton. 37 degrees now in Troy, 37 in Springfield, 39 here in Dayton at 932. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Dollar Shave Club. Dollar, but way more than just Shave Club. Dollar, that's right, everything you need to get ready in the bathroom club. Dollar, and they're all top-shelf products, too, Club. Dollar, and can you believe it's only $5 to get started, Club? Dollar, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, face wash, toothpaste, toothbrush, prep scrub, shave butter, shave lather, post-shave cream, post-shave dew, beard oil, repair serum, hair gel, hair paste, hair cream, pomade, hand cream, face moisturizer, lip balm, colognes, butt wipes with the cool peppermint tingle, oh, and of course, really, really great razors, Club. Dollar, but we're certainly not going to change our name to that club. Right now, join the club with one of our shave, shower, or oral care starter sets for just five bucks. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular price. Get this deal at dollarshaveclub.com slash Dayton today. That's right, that's the name of your city after our web address dollarshaveclub.com slash Dayton. If you love sports and are looking for a business opportunity to own a sports business franchise, Redline Athletics is the sports business you want to own. Redline Athletics Youth Athletic Training Centers are focused on enhancing speed, strength, and sports-specific skills training. Convenient monthly memberships for semi-private sessions with experienced trainers on the hour. Redline Athletics has the potential to offer a high rate of return on investment with their signature youth sports training centers. Redline is now awarding franchises in the Columbus, Cincinnati, and Dayton regions. If you have a passion for sports with a purpose to serve this underserved youth sports market, then you should own a Redline Athletics Youth Athletic Training Center franchise. For more information about owning a Redline Athletics franchise, call 800-997-0116. That's 800-997-0116. Or visit redlinefranchise.com. Redlinefranchise.com. Minimal required net worth and cash liquidity required. Call 800 800- 997-0116. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Did you know you can get our latest news flash briefing on your smartphone or iPhone? Use the Google Assistant app and say, play WHIO News. And welcome back to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. And I'm Gloria Shanahan, 457-1290, if you'd like to join the conversation today. Are you positive? Are you negative? Are you somewhere in between? Are you more predisposed to be a positive or a negative person? We'd love to know today, 457-1290, what do you think makes you or someone in your life the way they are? If you need to call anonymously, by the way. That's fine, too, because I know people sometimes get concerned if I call in, they'll know I'm talking about my spouse or I'm talking about my mother or father or son or whatever. Uh, if you need to call in, use an assumed name. That's fine. We can we can do all that cover up. <laughs> we just want to know, uh, do, you, do you know somebody who's more positive, more negative? Do you think they've always been that way? Were they born that way? Uh, and how much of it has just been life habits, you know, that maybe could have been corrected or should be corrected? Uh, just like you to weigh in on that. So we've been talking about that today. We did a little bit on the opening uh, segment about a gene variant, um, which may have some, you know, relevance here in terms of people being hardwired one way or the other. There's some additional research that gets into the question of why some people are happier than others, right? There are. Um, and we're going to talk about that. So four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. If you'd like to weigh in. All right. So. If you and I were sitting over some tea or coffee at a sidewalk cafe and I asked you, are you happy? What would your answer be? A few people might say, absolutely. A lot of you would probably reply, sometimes. And I bet dollars to donuts said at least half of you would say, no, not really. 
Some people enjoy their lives no matter what happens, while others can't find happiness no matter how hard they try. But most of us fall somewhere in between, right? And the reason for this puzzling disparity is something called the happiness set point. Researchers have found that no matter what happens to you in life, you tend to return to a fixed range of happiness, like your weight set point, which keeps the scale hovering around the same number. Your happiness set point will remain the same unless you make a concerted effort to change it. Much like the scale, right? (laughs) I was just going to say that. Oh, boy. We can make an effort in either direction on that. In fact, there was a famous study conducted that tracked people who'd won the lottery. What many people think of as, you know, the ticket to the magic kingdom of joy, right? I always want to win the lottery. Everything will be great if I win the lottery. Within a year, these lucky winners returned to approximately the same level of happiness they'd experienced before their windfall. Surprisingly, the same was true for people who became paraplegic. Within a year or so of being disabled, they also returned to their original happiness level. Whatever the experience, positive or negative, people returned to their happiness set point. So we've got one article in the beginning so talking about this gene, and this one here, this research is talking about this set point. Further research has shown only three exceptions to this phenomenon. Losing a spouse, which can take a lot more time to recover from, chronic unemployment, and extreme poverty. Right. So you might think that this is set, right? Your happiness level is set. The discovery of the happiness set point and our ability to change it turns everything we've all believed about being happy upside down. We spend our entire lives searching for happiness, yearning for it, trying to get the things that we are all sure will make us happy, right? Wealth, beauty, relationships, career, and so on and so on. But the truth is, to be truly happy, all you have to do is raise your happiness set point. This is almost sounding like getting a piece of equipment for exercise. <laughs> like we just, or just... not eating the sleeve of Oreos right, right. or <laughs> eating the sleeve of Oreos if you'd like to gain weight. Oh, that would be my dream world. So, you know, whether it's a gene or whether it's a set point, there is some sense here that people have, over a period of time, uh, come into this kind of narrow band way of living their lives, that they're sort of in this one zone and that they're going to need to do something more significant to change that. Let's welcome uh, Bob, another Bob here to the program. And uh, what are your, what's your thought about this whole topic, Bob? Well, uh, can you hear me okay? I can hear you great. Thanks. Okay. Um, my wife is a um, kind of leans more towards the positive side. Well, not kind of. She actually is very positive, almost in a uh, rose-colored glasses kind of way. <laughs> um, and, see, uh, see, right there, you should have started off by saying, this friend of mine has a wife <laughs> who is... Now, now you've put yourself one closer, one ring closer to danger. But go ahead. Well, I'm okay. We have a very solid relationship, but um, hence why God put us together. That I kind of leaned on the very negative side, and uh, I I grew up in a very negative home. So um, when we got together, you know, I I kind of was pretty cynical about most things. Uh, you know, people, circumstances, and so on and so forth. And so, uh, and of course, that created conflict in our relationship. And then uh, as time went on, um, you know, as God intervened in my life <laughs> more than anything, that um, I, if I was to truly love my wife, then I had to relate with her and uh, who she was as a person. And I, I know, like in the Bible, it talks about the Apostle Paul says that we're supposed to find a joy and contentment in whatever circumstance that we're in. So um, I know that's in reference not only to health and wealth Mm -hmm. and prosperity, but also in relationship and also considering the uh, consequences of life. So um, we kind of all set each other in that perspective, and I think we both found a balance because she was so uh, sickening, sweet, positive, we just want you to be happy kind of person. And she needed you to bring her down. Is that right. what you're saying? <laughs> and, she needed, and I needed her to bring me up. So I can see. And this is why you're calling from the outside, Bob? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's in the warmth inside and you're out there in the yard. Okay, I got it. 
that's well actually i'm traveling but on the way back to work but anyways yeah she's a homeschool mom she does a great job she's great encouragement and she's raising her daughters to be that way as well but um um i have to really watch my p's and q's because my daughters will have a tendency to say hey dad that's pretty negative you shouldn't act that way and you know as a as a man you know it's like i put up my defenses like wow i said you know hey you don't need to talk to your dad that way but as soon as it's like oh yes you are right <laughs> well sometimes you feel like you're entitled to a little you know righteous curmudgeonly you know grouchiness once in a while but what what do you find yourself doing uh on, on a regular basis if you feel like you're wired a certain way, you came from a certain background, what do you do on a regular basis to kind of put your mind back toward a more positive uh, view of life? Well, you know, also I referenced by I am a Christian, and, you know, it's, uh, that we're supposed to kill off the old nature. Um, you know, you have to be very intentional about who you are as, well, me as a believer in Christ, um, that, you know, that, I, you know, I— that is my center. That is my accountability. So I, I lean that way, you know, because it, and it and not, not just does it work for me, but uh, it also it's it's who I am. So uh, that keeps me basically in a in a place to where I'm either not one way or the other. That you know I'm speaking truly in love and in a winsome way, speaking the truth. However. I have to really watch my filter mm-hmm. and the lack thereof. So, do you think that you said that you grew up in a negative type of family life um, growing up? Do you think that that is what made you more on the negative side, or do you think that you, you're just innately more negative? Do you really think your circumstances in your earlier childhood uh, formed you into being a negative person? Well, my sin nature ultimately formed me who I was. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it, it most certainly had an impact on that, um, and, and, of course, the sin nature in all of this. But, you know, it just it absolutely uh, impacted me in a lot of ways. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, so you gleaned a lot of wisdom from that experience. Oh, absolutely. Right. Usually absolutely, we do, right? Yeah glean a lot from those yeah. negative yeah, and, and people spots. can help change us by being uh, sort of the uh, the lighthouse uh, to point us in another direction that way. And thankfully sure. God places those people on our path in this journey of life, right, that that pull us out of maybe the, the sinful nature of being negative. Absolutely, right. And, uh, you know, I think that's, that's one of the reasons why God allows us to go through adversity mm-hmm. that, you know, that it's, it's not only to help us and but it's also to help others that may be struggling with the same issue to show that's right hey i can get through this in a positive way yeah cool good, good call bob thanks very much for joining us yeah thanks for sharing you are quite welcome stay positive man have a great day <laughs> thanks right. you too bye-bye right, bye. 4571290 if you'd like to weigh in on this about being more positive or more negative in your life uh, I, w- I was thinking one thing about the whole idea of when you grow up in a certain type of household and we've even seen this i think in the world of sports uh, sometimes when you see, <clears throat> you know, a coach or a parent or something who's kind of unhinged, uh, overly invested in a game and so forth, and they're ranting and raving, and then you watch the kid behave sometimes, uh, and, and they, they wear that, and they start getting hyper-disappointed when something doesn't go their way. A point yeah. doesn't fall inside the line, outside of the line. I, you see some of that transfer, especially right? Especially in those formative Formative years with children, I really think that it makes a difference yeah. who you surround yourself and, with. And I've even found it in my own life. There have been times, you know, my family well knows that, that there are projects that get the better part of me, you know, and I'll, and I'll be off in some part of the house and they'll start hearing, <laughs> and I'm getting all mad about something that didn't work out right. You mean you're and, lacking impatience? Well, this is way beyond the patient thing, okay? Oh. This, you know. It's a project for crying out loud. We do a whole <laughs> show on that. But nevertheless, then I have sometimes seen uh, one of my kids react about something with a great deal of frustration that to me seems like it's too much. And I wonder how much of that is picked up from saying, well, it's okay. Look at dad. Look how mad he gets about certain things. Therefore, this is the normal way to respond to frustration. Right. right. You know, so um, there, there is some research here that uh, people remember uh, negative things more than positive ones. Uh, and there are some physiological and psychological reasons for this. 
And it gets into how the brain handles positive and negative information in the dif different hemispheres back and forth. Uh, some of the research done uh, within the last 10 years particularly talks about how negative emotions generally involve more thinking, you know, more brain mass, and the information is processed more thoroughly than the positive ones. Uh, we tend to ruminate more about unpleasant events and use stronger words to describe them rather than the happier events that have gone on in our lives. Yeah. Uh, one example I can remember is I've, I've made numerous trips by car to the East Coast in this country. I've stopped and pulled in and seen historical things and had very good trips and so forth. But I do remember on one trip running out of gas. And I was in the end of one town by the interstate, and I had to walk like two and a half miles into a gas station. Now, it's funny now, but it wasn't then, and that thing is on my mind. For all the trips I made, that sticks in my head. And don't you think, too, um, if, you know, everybody's got their, their different uh, negative happenings, you know, measurement stick, right? But I do think that for people who have been through really serious negative experiences, right, I think that maybe— you tend to have a filter that after that, it's like, that's not a big deal. Not worth getting worked up with over, you know, you can see the positive in her and say, ah, it's not worth it. Right. Mm -hmm. I know for myself, I've always been a positive person, but I've had some things in my life that have been very serious that I've gotten through. And now a lot of the stuff that maybe even my spouse complains about or is negative about, I'm just going, eh, doesn't matter to me. I don't care about that. It's just not worth it. You start to realize what really is worth being negative about? If it, it, and if I'm you, not saying again, that. if you're able to process that and kind of shed that off you, and the question is, why do some people hold on to these things? Right. Um, I mean, or, like, or other stuff. Like Bob said, you glean a lot of positives sometimes from the worst things that happen to us in life. So, as they say here in some of the research, bad emotions, bad parents, and bad feedback have more impact than good ones. Yeah. Bad impressions and bad stereotypes are quicker to form and more resistant to disconfirmation than good ones. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, things like losing money, being abandoned by your friends, receiving criticism will have greater impact than winning money, making friends, or receiving praise. Right. So in an experiment, it goes on to say, in which participants gained or lost the same amount of money, for instance, the distress participants expressed over losing the money was greater than the joy that was accompanied by the gain, Right. So put it another way, you are more upset about losing $50 than you are happy about gaining $50. In addition, as you said, bad events wear off more slowly than good ones, right? Mm -hmm. So, so um, they've even found this over a period of time. Uh, when they've talked to adults who are you know, 50 years old, 60 years old, they've found a preponderance of unpleasant memories even among people who rated their childhoods as having been relatively pleasant and happy. There's more things, individual things, that come back with quicker recall about the negative stuff than the positive stuff. Yeah. Kind of a shame that that's the way it is. Like, I think that we all need to work on every day remembering the positive things in our life. Maybe that, that would be a good brain exercise. Yeah. and that would be, It might ward off, you know, yeah. a lot of things later in life. You know, always just think about, okay, what good happened in the last year of my life? Yeah, in some of the prayer, um, if you're talking about some structured prayer, one of the key things they always talk about is it's gratitude. Praise and thanksgiving <clears throat> right. before the ask of what you don't have and that you and need. And taking an inventory, and a lot of people don't take the inventory. They'll say, well, I've got all these problems over here. And in the meantime, I you're need saying, jeez, you've got this and this and this going for you. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't mean you don't have some problems, but well, it's not so one-sided. Right, exactly. When we return, we're going to talk more about this and uh, about the positive and negative outlook on life and recap what many professionals uh, say are key elements in making changes if you would like to change this so-called set point. Also, we'll preview some shows coming up very soon, including one that will have you questioning your intelligence. <laughs> Stay with us. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. What is your online tax service getting you? Stop by your local Jackson Hewitt and get all the benefits of a tax pro. With Jackson Hewitt, you get 100% accuracy and our max refund guarantee. Plus, we're open late and 
on weekends to fit your schedule. So don't settle for an online tax service. Switch to Jackson Hewitt today. 100% accuracy guaranteed or local office will cover penalties and interest. Maximum refund guaranteed or your tax preparation fee back. Only applies to federal refund determined with filed tax returns. Terms and conditions apply. Most offices are independently owned and operated. See jacksonhewitt.com for details. Fully transparent and here to help. Qualities like these make the original Mattress Factory unique. Come see where and how we make our mattresses and compare our products to the mainstream brands. We want to help you make an informed decision, free from hassle and confusion. So when you're ready to purchase your next mattress, come to the original Mattress Factory first. Whether you buy from us or not, you'll walk away better prepared to make a smart mattress choice. Stop by one of our stores or visit OriginalMattress.com. If cabin fever has you bouncing off the walls, you've got to be at Indian Lake for the 63rd Annual Indian Lake Boat Show, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Visit Indian Lake Marine, Spend a Day Marine, and Bud's Marine, all within five minutes shopping time for this fabulous boat display. See hundreds of new boats from fishing to pontoons, plus used boats, motors, trailers, and accessories. The spectacular Indian Lake Boat Show, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, Friday and Saturday, 10 to 7, Sunday till 5. Great boats, great fun. See you there. Hi. I'm Tom Perry, owner of Long Cleaners. Having a partner like Farmers and Merchants Bank means they know me by name. That's why I trust the lending staff at Farmers and Merchants Bank. My loan officer is always eager to help me. Thanks, Tom. Unlike those bigger banks, we understand what it takes for small businesses to succeed. I'm Clint Morton with Farmers and Merchants Bank, and we have a cool offer for you. For a limited time, get a free Yeti cooler when you apply for and close a new business loan. Does your bank do that? Farmers and Merchants Bank, FDIC insured, equal housing lender. Eileen Ivers, master of the Irish fiddle, joins the Dayton Philharmonic for two evenings of Celtic music, Friday, February 22nd and Saturday the 23rd. A daughter of Irish immigrants, Eileen Ivers has won the All-Ireland Fiddle Championships nine times. A Grammy winner, Ivers has performed for U.S. presidents and royalty, and a New York Times has called her the Jimi Hendrix of the violin. Get out of the February cold and into the warm hearth of Celtic spirit with Eileen Ivers. Get your tickets now at DaytonPerformingArts.org. Come visit Natural Foods Plus and the Juice Caboose, now open in a second location, offering vitamins, herbs and supplements, organic groceries, and more, including fresh smoothies and cold-pressed juices with no added sugars. We believe our mission is to add value to people's lives, helping them become healthier and feel better through nutrition and education. Join us at our brand new location in Kettering at 3070 Far Hills Avenue and see what we're all about. Natural Foods Plus, it's where healing and rejuvenation begin. Elk and Elk provides our injured clients the resources they deserve and the legal talent to go head to head with insurance companies and big corporations. Elk and Elk combines these resources with decades of experience to recover over $1 billion. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. The new assisted living and memory care Beehive Homes of Springboro is now offering move-in specials. Call 937-350-1211 to schedule a tour. Appreciate the difference of a smaller, more personalized experience. Beehive Homes of Springboro, the next best place to home. A few showers in the morning hours today with temperatures quickly climbing into the mid to upper 50s around the Miami Valley. We'll see scattered showers by the afternoon into the evening and a chance for a few thunderstorms along with it. Now pay attention to Sunday. As we go into Sunday, the winds really pick up. We'll see gusts as high as 55 to 60 miles per hour, and that's after a cold front waves through, bringing colder temperatures. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. We've been talking today about a positive or a negative outlook on life and what to, you know where you may find yourself on that continuum. Uh, and, and we've talked a little bit about how you can learn from other people in your life and what you might do, what you could do that's sort of prescriptive in nature. And there's something called positive psychology. Right. And so to, to begin with, psychology has always been interested, Bob, in where people's lives have gone wrong. Fixing stuff. Right. right. And right. what's resulted because of it, Right. But until recently, what makes people happy and how they achieve inner happiness and well-being has been a mystery. So practitioners of what we call positive psychology study people whose lives are positive and try to learn from them in order to help others achieve this state of happiness. It's a scientific study and, as they say, not remotely hippie-ish, despite its connotations, right? Right. Now, they, they, now to, to say what it is, we're going to tease out what it should not be. And so they isolate this about negative thinkers. Mm-hmm. So ask yourself if you have any of these patterns or, 
or uh, areas of behavior. Filtering. Many negative thinkers will pull the negatives out of a situation and focus on them. They see only the negative in these situations. And they, uh, they to a point where they deny any positive possibility. What's right. another one? Personalizing. Some people make every tragedy about themselves. They will personalize every negative thing and assume that bad things happen because they are unlucky or a result of something they did or didn't do. Then they often construct negative situations with perfect logic, providing plausible reasons while negative things are either their fault or someone has set out to hurt them. Here's another one, catastrophizing. This involves anticipating the worst. Some people even precipitate it. They can turn a slightly awkward interaction into an overreaction, making a situation worse. If something negative does happen, then they'll use it to validate their negative assumptions. And the last one is polarizing. This type of negative thinker sees things as black or white. Either a situation is perfect or it's a catastrophe. This type of negative thinking can affect every area of a person's life. Its effects can be both psychological and physical. By practicing positive thinking, you can actually stave off medical conditions that reap and reap benefits of having a positive outlook on life. So a lot of this positive psychology is focused on the elimination of these four areas. Right. And there are positive aspects that come from it, including the lowering of stress and the preservation of our immune systems. Uh, because the, anytime there's stress and there's an introduction of inflammatory response to things that are attacks like bi- bacteria and viruses when we're under stress, that's obviously not a good situation. Right. The other health benefits um, can be that positive thinkers have a lower incidence of cardiovascular disease. They also have tend to have lower blood pressure. And um, on the emotional side, optimists will have better physical and psychological well-being and better skills for coping with stresses and hardships in their life. So there's some things you can do here. It's not all about just fixing the bad. There's some things you can do to try to uh, improve your own situation, maybe change your outlook. Right. And just having a positive mindset, we have to point out, it doesn't actually stop bad things from happening, but it does give you the tools to better deal with those negative things in life. Right, Bob? Yes. Yes, indeed. (laughs) That's all we've got on that for today. Uh, We've got some great programs coming your way. We're going to be talking about hearing and hearing technology. We're going to talk about how I started my career after I retired. And, you know, you've heard a lot about IQ, you know, in your life. Those with lower scores tend to gravitate towards certain careers and schools and so forth. Other people may be considered gifted or talented. Well, what about something called EQ, your emotional intelligence? We're going to be talking about that very soon here. But that'll do it for us today. Thank you for being here. Remember, dear friends, seek grace in every step and never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many. For my dear friend and co-host, Gloria Shanahan, our producers, and everyone who makes the show possible, thank you for being here. You've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Have a blessed week. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.